I'm licensed psychotherapist Greg Woodhill. Welcome to A Brave New Man podcast. On this show, we speak with both experts and non-experts in our goal of exploring all the ways that men are already getting it right, acknowledging all the ways that we're getting it wrong, and most importantly, learning how we can fix what needs to be fixed in order to have healthier, happier relationships and lives. Let's get started. Hello there, brave new men and women. Welcome to today's podcast. I am going to quickly introduce the person that I invited to come on for an interview today because we talk about so much in this interview that it really speaks for itself. I invited Maddie Moon to come on today to talk about the feminine energy, what it is, how she teaches it, and how we can understand it better to help harmonize the masculine energy and the feminine energy inside of all of us. As you'll hear, Maddie talks about it in spiritual ways, in real life ways, in visceral ways, in ethereal ways, and we really get a very embodied understanding of how we can relate to ourselves and to other people through our understanding of the masculine and the feminine energies. Maddie Moon is an author, a podcast host, a retreat leader, and a transformational life coach. She is a guiding force for women who want to stop overthinking their lives away and live with more trust, intuition, and flow. Maddie takes life by the reins today by leading thousands of women across the world through their own transformational experiences via her podcast, Mind Body Musings, her website, maddiemoon.com, and her global retreats. You'll hear as you listen to Maddie in this interview how she embodies the feminine energy in her own life and uses that to help other people embody it in their lives as well. Let's get to the interview with Maddie. Maddie Moon, welcome to A Brave New Man. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this for a while now, ever since you told me you were going to create a podcast. Yes. For anyone who's listening that doesn't know, I did Maddie's podcast about two months ago. We talked about porn addiction and listening to it back, it was just one of the most inflow, amazing conversations I've had and I've listened to it several times. So I just said, I got to get you on my podcast and here we are. Yeah, that was definitely an eye-opening episode for a lot of people that are fans of my show. Like, I got so many messages as, like about this because so many people have such a, a different idea of what porn addiction is. Yep. Obviously, we all know this. Like, it is very misunderstood, and yep. there's a lot of confusion around it and a lot of shame around it. So, it was delightful to be able to talk to you about this and yep. to open up my own eyes to understand this deeper. And and ever since, like my connotations with porn addiction drastically changed Mm. and so that was yeah that was a really great episode for me and for everyone else who listened it was beautiful for me to participate in and and listen to it back and one of the things that's so great of how it complements your work is you work with the divine feminine Mm -hmm. you work with the divine masculine and that is one of the things i'm so fired up to talk to you about here today and i'm going to ask you a question maddie to start with that is so general that just this one question we could talk about for two hours. However, let's see where we go with it because the answer to this question from person to person tends to be so different. And I wonder for you in all the work that you do in seeing the masculine polarity, the feminine polarity, what is the feminine energy? 
Ooh. Okay. Thank you. I love this question. So what I will say to make it very simple, which is actually quite confusing when you first hear it, but (laughs) you said, what is the divine feminine energy? Well, the feminine is energy. Mm. Plain and simple. The feminine is energy. All that energy is. And so to give some contrast here, what would that mean that the masculine is? The masculine is consciousness and basically the lack of energy. Mm. It's, it's when you take all of the energy, the movement, the, uh, the ripples, the waves, the tsunami, the jungle, the sounds, when you take everything out, the masculine is everything that's left, which is just time and space and consciousness, a, t- a container, presence. And then what you put inside of that to make life, to make, to make movement, to make a world is the energy. Mm. So that's where the polarity is. And I'll go ahead and say up front because I love to give credit where credit is due from those who I learned from. A lot of my teachings come from my two teachers that I've been studying with for about a year and a half now, um, uh, Kendra Kunov and John Wineland. And this is of the David Data family. So that's who they learn from. So a lot of the things that I will be sharing today have been my own flavor and twist to it, but also mm-hmm. I'm such such a devoted uh, student to this lineage of work. And there's many different ways people come about this feminine energy and the, what what is the masculine, but nothing has clicked with me quite as as this, understanding that the divine feminine is is energy because what that does, it it includes the chaos of life. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that really misses when people talk about the feminine. What we have come up for us is softness, surrender, yes. sweetness. Like I used to picture just this woman with long hair wearing a white goddess gown standing <laughs> yeah. on the edge of a beach, drinking her green juice, being serene and mm. learning how to surrender when money wasn't coming her way and and also listen to her body and go inside when she needed to retreat and rest. And that is not what the feminine is. <laughs> like, I mean, that's part of it. That is a, an aspect, but it's yeah. such a tiny aspect of it. That is a state. That is a state of energy being in the surrender. But within the surrender doesn't mean we suppress all of these other pieces that come up when we surrender. Because when I surrender, I know I go through a wave, a ripple of anger, of frustration, of like mad woman. And that's that's within all of us. And if we're so attached to this idea of being in a state of flow and like Mm. gooey, gooey softness (laughs) and only that, then we're missing the point of the beauty of the feminine. And we're just doing more so of what the patriarchy has told us to do and shut off parts of ourselves. So I love what you're saying here, Maddie. How does the divine feminine then show up in human form? I'm having trouble, because what I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying is like the energy is just, it's big and it's this way and that. It's not limited to the flow, like you said, to what we call, tend to call the feminine. How does that show up in, in human form? And, and let me just ask you this. How have you wrestled with, grappled with, understood the the masculine and feminine polarities in your own life that led you to do the work that you do to help us understand how this shows up in human form? Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. I have so much coming up for me right now. This is Mm. so good. Um, Even right now, even right now, I'm excited, right? And I'm like making these sounds and I'm also, you can't see me, but I'm moving my body Mm. because I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. And it feels so good. And that is 
a very small example of what happens in the human form. Mm. So I'll give an example of how it actually looks with my body, with anyone's body. And then I'll give an example of how this has played out in my own life. Okay, so I want to make sure that I make this very clear because I am new here and I'm sure you've already gone over this before, but the feminine and the masculine lives within each human being. Yep. We all have this. So this is not a conversation or a podcast about women and womanhood right. and how right. women can be more of women. This is about how all human beings can reclaim this feminine energy, yes. which is what we need more of in this world for healing and for changing. Mm-hmm. So the way that this could arrive, if we were to say there are two people, and I'm going to give an example of how this physically shows up using embodiment. Lovely. Just the body. So if we were looking at the way two human beings were interacting together, there's already going to be some measurement of polarity going on in some ways. And for the sake of this example, I am going to use a man and a woman, and we're going to imagine that the man, for the sake of understanding these energies is going to adopt the masculine pole and the woman is going to adopt the feminine pole for a moment perfect if we were to look at what they were be they would be doing with their bodies if their bodies became physical manifestations of these energies the masculine pole holder would be still like really still Mm. and he would feel like a roman pillar Mm. or he would feel like a forest of thickness and depth like he would his feet would be so firmly rooted into the ground Mm -hmm. he'd be breathing so deeply in his belly his head would be tilted just a little bit forward and down not like cocked to the side like super concerning Mm. and friendly but down and or 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 straightforward but there would just be so much stillness and depth and breath to his body like a forest a really strong sturdy forest and if the other person this woman was in her feminine what would she be doing the exact opposite she'd be moving her hips she'd be moving her shoulders her head might be cocked to the side it might be up and down it's just like this constant ripple of movement Mm. that is the exact opposite of each other stillness and movement So if we were to take our bodies and and go into this state, we can actually create polarity in any relationship dynamic we are in by using our bodies as tools. I'm picturing what you're saying, Maddie, and like I love the image because when you're talking about the masculine, to me it sounds rooted, grounded, Mm -hmm. and strong, not to be confused with rigid and closed off. Mm. When you're describing the feminine, I'm seeing free and open and loving, Mm -hmm. not to be confused with crazy. Mm. Or, oh, yeah. or unbri- you know, unbridled, maybe in a good way, but it's like like that. It's there's a flow to it, and in in this example that you're giving us, which is so visual, how do these two polarities interact with one another? Mm. Well, when we look at this, so in all the studies I've done in relationships. When we want to create more closeness with someone, ironically, Mm -hmm. what we need to do is create some distance in a way so that a bridge needs to be crossed to get to the other one. Okay. And I've, I've learned about this in, in watching uh, the TED Talk or videos from Esther Perel. Yes. Who is this? You know, you know her. She's her. lovely. Okay. Yes, amazing. And she talks about this, about how there's it's very important for there to be a bridge that needs to be crossed in order to create more intimacy. So sometimes that means space. Mm-hmm. And in this example, it's polarity. It's the opposites because opposites in this way attract. And 
if we were going to look at this, let's I'll take a, an example actually of a client who I just talked with this morning and I just had this really weird example come up for me as I was trying to explain to her the importance of the feminine masculine and she wants to she's a freelance um, she's a freelance gal she's creating her own business and she has a very she has very little structure in her life because as a child and as a young adult anytime there was any kind of authority figure it always repressed her mm. and made rigid rules and so as an adult because she hasn't really gone into healing those wounds she just straight up avoids structure I which see. leads to being in the feminine often and for some people that may sound rich and lovely and and there's a lot of flow but in fact when you have no no systems or structures or goals or you have no container for anything and you're containerless you're never really going as deep as you want to go because you're afraid you'll get stuck there there's no start time and stop time mm. there's no need to be here at this time and need to be there and i mean logistically speaking there's no way that you have any kind of certainty of what you're going to be doing at any time which is actually quite ungrounded for the nervous system mm -hmm. the nervous system's like i don't really know what i'm doing so i'm kind of just always going to be busy or fidgeting or yeah. like overthinking or anxious yeah. so for her, I was trying to explain to her the um, the beauty of having more masculine energy in her life and actually looking for how before going into some sort of job and like going to the extreme with structure instead of leaving her freelance work, I just told her, look for how the masculine is already showing up in your life. Mm. For example, look at the four corners of your room and how it's holding a container for you, keeping you safe. Mm. The walls are keeping you safe. The walls in this moment are your masculine container. They're keeping you here so that you can do your work and have this conversation with me away from the hustle bustle of the city. Mm -hmm. Like how amazing that the masculine is showing up for you in that way. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, I was like, next time you pour your cereal like, look at how that bowl is the masculine for you. It's holding it for you. Otherwise, if you were just the energy and you were just consuming cereal with this milk, it would be like, you'd be sliding off the table. It would be all over the place. And while that might be kind of fun and yeah. nice, we also like having this, this groundedness to keep something held sure. for us in the same way a riverbed holds a river. And are you saying that the masculine inside of all of us helps to contain the feminine energy inside of all of us? Precisely. Wow. Precisely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can, can you talk about what this has meant to you in your own life? Mm -hmm. Okay, wonderful. So there's, there's many different ways that I can come at this angle, but the one that I want to talk about is in a, rela a relationship dynamic. Ah, perfect that I think might hit home for a lot of people. And so in my own life, I am, I am a very feminine being and I can go on and on unpacking my feelings all day. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, I can't. And uh, I mean this, in, I mean this in the best way possible, and I don't mean to repress anyone or shame anyone for this, but I believe that a lot of men have thought that the nice thing to do in that instance would be to let me just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk mm. and talk about my feelings, sure. which actually in the pursuit of them being the nice guy and the good guy and the right guy, it's going to create more resentment within both of us. Mm. Resentment from him because I never shut up mm. and then resentment within me because he never, he never ho really holds me wow. because he's actually quite distracted 
by trying to get his work done and listen to me and he's never fully present and I feel that and I just keep going and I don't feel held even though he's trying to the best of his ability to hold me in this. Mm-hmm. So it just leads to more resentment on both parties. Yeah. Whereas what I'm actually craving is for someone, my significant other, my person to say, hey baby, I want to hear how your day was bad or your day was really good. I have to get this work done though for the next two hours. How about tonight we have dinner, we'll, we'll go out together, seven o'clock, be ready, and we'll talk about everything you wanna talk about for that hour when we go out to eat. And and then afterwards, though, let's like come home and have like nice relaxation, chill time. Mm. That is so soothing for my feminine nervous system to know that there is a time and a place for my vastness because I am a physical manifestation of the feminine, which means like I'm an ocean. I'm mm-hmm. endless in my yeah. emotion. It's yeah. it's really deep. And if if I'm with someone who lets me go there into into talking land all day and yeah. feelings, I will. Yes. And I'll, I'll, I will be mad at it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it's good, and I think I like it, but what I'm really craving is honestly that polarity of someone to say, like, I hear you, and I want to hear you and be totally deep with you and present. And so because of that, and because I can't do it now, I'll do it with you tonight at, like, this time, and we'll do it for an hour, and it'll be juicy. And that allows me to go super deep into that hour with all my emotions and everything that comes out. And then I I feel actually really calm in my nervous system to let that go afterwards. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I I feel my nervous system (laughs) calming as I'm picturing this situation that you're describing and I wonder what you're what you're talking about yet again is this container. It's like the words I want to put to the masculine in that situation is I got you and mm-hmm. I can handle you and I'm right here. And in your example, what if this partner in that moment did have the time right then and there, didn't have something else to do? How might he, in your example, help to contain that and make you feel contained and safe and different if even if that moment was right then and there that he could listen to you Mm, oh that's so good well you know honestly i think first what would feel really good for me personally is for that to be said Mm. is to say i have time for you right now because I kind of wouldn't believe it unless he said it. I see. I would kind of believe the same old story of I've got all these feelings and whoever I'm with has half capacity to be there with me. And having it said right now, I I do have time for you. I have to get back to my work in about 30 minutes. But I would love to to hear what you have to say right now. Just know that I do need to do that, you know, in 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow. That would feel really good. Any kind of like instruction or clarity mm. oh it just makes my body like oh you <laughs> you do have time for me right now and yeah. you're letting me know and i think that's what creates more trust yes even that yes because then i can trust i trust you more later when you when you tell me i can't right now but i can later i already have this foundation of trust with you in your communication skills and so much in what you're saying maddie is energy because 
I can imagine someone taking this and running with it through their own filter and saying, well, wait a minute, why does he need to harness what she has to say? Why is he putting time limit on it? That seems controlling. That seems like he's, he, you know, that seems patriarchal that he's like, he's trying to tell her how long mm-hmm. she can talk. And it all, so much of it has to do with energy because the energy of what you're saying is like these enormous arms wrapping around the partner saying, I got you, I can hold this. The energy of like these huge arms holding the partner and saying, I can take this. I am here with you. And this like abundance of loving, which is quite the opposite of being rigid and shut down. And I love this example you're giving. I wonder what would you say, help us, help my gender here for a second. What do we men need to understand about women and about the feminine energy? And I don't just mean romantically, of course, but in any way, what do we need to know about the feminine energy that would help us in all of our relationships with the feminine? Mm. Oh, okay. We all, this is really good. Mm. The feminine energy in herself and itself will always want more because the feminine in you in me and everyone is energy. It's neither created nor destroyed. It's always there. It's always present. And it is deep, Mm. deep, just like the masculine is deep, like this redwood forest. We're deep like an ocean with emotion and energy. Mm -hmm. And the thing about us, or I'll just say the thing about the feminine energy is that because the feminine is energy and it is so much more concerned with the love in any given moment than the purpose Mm -hmm. in any given moment, very often the feminine never feels fully satisfied in the amount of love she's receiving in any moment. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know, she always wants more. Like you can have the most mind blowing sex ever for Mm -hmm. three hours long, nonstop. And then you wrap, you wrap it up and you're done. And the feminine still may be wondering, like, am I really loved, though? Like, because we just want more and more. And it's not bad. This this is insight for you. And it's also insight for any woman who's trying to understand herself more. Mm-hmm. That has often been labeled as crazy and has been labeled as emotional. But it's something that I think all of us as the feminine need to reclaim within ourselves and not make it wrong about us. Mm. Like, what is wrong with me that I'm never satisfied with the amount of love I receive? And instead say, okay, I'm never going to be fully satisfied with the amount of love that I receive in any given moment. And how can I actually make that beautiful? (laughs) How can I see that as a gift? Because it is a gift. I mean, what's more beautiful than a creature that just wants more, 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 more love in this world? And that's why it's so important for for masculine beings to claim their own feminine too. Because when you're more in touch with your desire for more and more love, more and more love leads to creating more and more love yes sure and making it okay inside of ourselves that we also have this and need this so how does how do we approach that that this energy that you're talking about which it actually makes perfect sense Mm. For the feminine side or let's just say for for women who are primarily in their feminine essence Mm -hmm. One, like we said, making it okay. Two, like allowing it to be, just allowing it to be there. And then also, this is where we've talked quite a bit about the dynamics between two people who are in the opposite poles. But since we all have this within us, there is definitely a part of your own masculine that then needs to hold that 
for you. Mm. Like whenever my my need for more and more love comes about, my masculine says, I've got you. You mm. you feel that. I've I'm here for you though, and I'm holding you, and you've got endless time to be with me. And I, I'm here. I'm I'm your warrior. Mm-hmm. And I will set boundaries with you and I will set boundaries with other people. Yeah. Um, in order to keep that desire for more safe and, and make it okay. And sometimes that means we need to go off and have alone time and to be with ourselves and to hold ourselves in our endless desire for more love rather than projecting it onto our partner saying, why aren't you giving me enough love? Because <laughs> that's very often what happens. Yeah. And then the other partner is just like, what? I just gave you so much love. Yeah. And that's when the resentment can can build is when we put it on our other person to fix things for us so we no longer have to feel what we feel so you're talking actually also about harmonizing the masculine and feminine Mm. polarity within ourself uh, which is really the basis for this conversation is i can feel you're saying i can feel all of these emotions and feelings inside of me this unbridled desire for more love and to give love and to have love and then inside of you your own masculine energy saying I can hold you I can contain this this is okay that you have all this it's almost like those two partners you were talking about that this whole thing is happening within our own consciousness yes mm-hmm. precisely mm. precisely yeah That's beautiful uh-huh. yeah It's so empowering because I I get questions from women that are just like, I'm single, I work from home, I don't have much interaction with men, like how do I practice polarity? And I'm like, oh my gosh, my love, you're doing it all day long, whether or not you realize it, (laughs) it might be more of like the wounded feminine masculine polarity going on where you're trying to stop your emotions, hide your emotions, be rigid. But when you can get through that and you can start to allow whatever needs to come up, come up, make space for whatever comes up. And hold that as if you are your own greatest masculine lover, you create this baseline. So when a partner does enter your life, you already have your baseline masculine essence within you. And anything they bring and they provide is a gift. Yeah. So that's an aspiration for sure. And I know you've seen in your own life and in those you work with people actually achieve that. So this isn't something that is unattainable. It's actually quite attainable. If I'm a man, which I am, and I am in any sort of relationship with a woman, how do you guide someone like me in knowing how to handle the feminine energy when it's coming at me in an unbridled way where I think, whoa, this is a lot of emotion. I don't know how to handle it. You know, for any man singing, like, how do I contain this in my relationship, let's say, what is one or maybe two things that you would tell this person is like, this is, this is all you need to do within yourself? Mm, that's a great question. Number one, I imagine, okay, so I'm imagining right now what it's like to be a man with a woman who has many emotions happening. Yeah. And I imagine that the first instinct, because if if the masculine is consciousness and, and nothingness, mm-hmm. um, it's also very, the masculine tends to be very concerned with ending things, mm. things being done. So yeah, your number one, completion, yes, y'all love this. We, we don't love that. We're like, more, more, more. So <laughs> if the masculine is all about completion, typically, and this is a very common problem that I think we've all heard at some point, is that I don't want to be fixed. Mm. I don't want to be fixed. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to give me like immediate problem solving methods. I think the first thing I would say is let your 
brain relax with trying to fix what it what it is that she's telling you mm. and and let your body and your breath be her her guide in that moment because if she is all up in arms and feeling what she's feeling i have a feeling that one of the first things that's going to go for her is her breath mm, yeah because she's going to be she might be in her head might be ab- above her shoulders and by you simply being with her and facing her i mean that's probably number two is your body like your body is everything in this moment yeah. if you face her and for me it's been all so healing to have someone's hands on me like if we're facing each other when we're talking and have two hands on my my knees if we're sitting cross-legged yeah. or have a hand on my heart and just hear hear her and breathe with her and breathe deeper this is definitely something that John I've learned from John and Kendra of the importance of of him breathing her deeper mm-hmm. And, and taking her breath deeper by wow. synchronizing his breath with her breath yeah. and prolonging it just a little bit so it goes a little bit deeper. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so powerful. Mm-hmm. So regulating, helping to regulate mm-hmm. myself and in doing so regulating the person across from me, breathing, co-regulating, facing mm-hmm. her, any sort of physical connection if that's acceptable in that time, and Basically, yet again, Maddie, this this term comes to my head that it's like as I, I'm picturing myself in this situation, the sentence that comes to my mind is, I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I can handle this. I can hold you, hold you in all the different ways. Mm-hmm. And you've really touched on something that is such a beautiful centuries-old cliche, and because it's true, which is men tend to want to fix it with words, with suggestions, with a hammer and a wrench, as opposed to, I can hear you, I can contain, I can, I can regulate myself and you, I can, I, I got you, babe, I got you. I, yet again, as I'm listening to you talk, I can feel myself breathing easier, right? My mind is more at peace, my consciousness is, is settled as I listen to you talk about that, because it is, it's regulating for all parties, including within ourself. And it comes to me, this example, Was this in Way of the Superior Man? I'm not sure, but I'm sure you've heard it before. An example between the masculine and the feminine polarity in, let's say, yet again, if a a man in relationship with a woman. Out of all love and deference and desire to be compassionate and, and loving, a man might say to his lover, who's a female, it's your birthday, Friday night. Where do you want to go? What time do you want to do it? Should we take an Uber mm. or should we drive? Um, what do you want to wear? What do you want me to wear? Should we go fancy or not fancy? Uh, do you want to have three courses or you want to have dessert? Or de- That's option one. Option two is I'm taking you out for your birthday Friday night. Be ready by seven and wear that black dress I love. Oh, yes. I have yet to meet the woman who doesn't react, at least in part like you just did, (laughs) because it isn't, yet again, we're back to energy and intention. We're not talking about domination, patriarchy. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about I get to decide, I get to choose. We're talking Mm -hmm. about I am on it. I'm your lead blocker. I'm thinking about you. And now you get to be in the wonder between now and that moment of, what did he plan? What are we doing? And someone just took this, took took the bull by the horns and said, 
I'm going to take care of you because I love you and I want you to feel taken care of. And in that way, the feminine can show up in its entirety and not have to move into the masculine, which mm-hmm. is this grounded, rooted, planning, completion energy, and just be and be wild and free. And to me, that is so much of what I work with men on in my practice is when there's been any sort of betrayal, there has to be a time of what do you need right now? I don't care if we're talking about men, women, you know, regardless of gender, what do you need right now? Are you getting what you need from me? And eventually it must transition into that person, let's say the person who is earning back the trust, making decisions. Hey, babe, I thought you might love a cup of tea. Here you go. Or can I just put my arms around you right now? I'm wondering if you'd like to be held. To start taking ownership of your own instinct and being back Mm -hmm. in your masculine energy instead of what would you like? What can I do for you? What, 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 what? So this, this big, amazing energy that you're talking about, like I love the way you're describing it is we're not trying to tamp it down. We're not trying to make it less than right or make it smaller we're trying to help it feel contained and in in that case like you said it's even more free to be because with a partner with a friend with a family member or even in your own consciousness the feminine energy which is big and loving and wild wants to know that it's safe yeah. <laughs> yes. So much bingo-ness in that. It's so so, <laughs> bingo. so spot on and so perfect. And I love that you're bringing up this point a couple times about how it's not that the feminine is being repressed and silenced and right. shortened. It's right. it's not that at all. In fact, like the more, to put this bluntly, the, the less decisions we have to make, the more we can start putting that brain space and that yeah. energy to our our gifts, yes. our feeling, our intuition, our emotion, like all of those juicy things we have access to in our feminine. When we're not thinking about where we're going for dinner, what time we're going for dinner, when do we pick up the kids and like all those things, even for one evening, yep. even having an evening off from that and allowing someone else to take care of that. Yeah. Oh, so many of our feminine gifts can arise. Yeah. It's and it. So in fact, we're, we're, there's so much sovereignty in passing over the decision mode, and it, we're still choosing it. It's not that our partner is then saying, here's what we're going to do. You don't have an option or a choice. Yeah. We are saying, I don't want to decide tonight. Yes. I'm, I have my sovereignty, and I'm letting you decide yes. tonight. And also, I've chosen you to be my mate to yes. do that job. Right, right. And there's trust in that. And there's precedent for imagining it being this toxic way because it has been that way for for centuries millennia where there has been domination there has been a patriarchy where certain people were voiceless and even in our country's recent history women have been voiceless i'll choose what you're going to eat i'll order a drink for you i'll call the shots in the family and that is this beautiful shift in that way that dominating way of what we're talking about here is safety safety and as you said there could be and there are relationships where it has no nothing to do with gender where one person shows up more in their feminine energy as we're describing it and the other more in their masculine it doesn't matter what the gender is and those two can complement each other so beautifully so maddie this has felt like five minutes uh it's Mm -hmm. flown by for me and i'd love to end on one question for my men here that are listening 
and for all the women that are listening who can use whatever you're about to say in their lives in any relationship, romantic or otherwise, what's one practical thing that men can do right now to move toward this beautiful, harmonized energy inside of themselves? Mm. What's coming up for me is to speak how you're feeling more, to communicate how you're feeling in any given moment with whoever you are with, to, to not be the mystery, because that creates so much more trust within us and our nervous systems to know what page you're on, even if the page shifts don't be afraid to share the page shifting with wow. us. We we want to know and it creates more trust yeah. given that you're doing it in a way that you're sovereign and you've thought about how to share this message. Like you don't want to do it in a way that can be super unknown and shaky and like fearful and half in, half out, backpedal it. Like yeah. but just simply share how you feel and it can be brief but knowing what's going on with you it creates more trust wow. creates more trust you yeah. are talking my language mm. thank you so much for that so if people are listening and saying i need more of maddie moon how do they find you you can go to maddymoon.com, M-A-D-D-Y, moon.com. And my podcast, Mind Body Musings, has been around for over five years now. Oh, so so many, a, yeah, many a episodes waiting for you. And you can get that on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Yeah. And um, I am all over Instagram, yeah. Madeline Moon, M-A-D-E-L-Y-N Moon. And yeah, just drop a line, say hello. I host retreats. I do one-on-one coaching and uh, and speaking events. And I would just love to hear from all of you. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And maybe the first step they could take in listening to Mind Body Musings is go to Mind Body Musings and look for the episode with Greg Woodhill. You can hear us oh, have this yeah. long, beautiful conversation about porn addiction and um, all the love that we put into that topic for those who are affected by it. Maddie, it was such an honor to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And I know your words are going to help people and enjoy the rain out there in New York. And mm. uh, just thanks again for blessing us with your time. Thank you so much, Greg. Okay, so what now? I want to remind you that Maddie defines the feminine energy as energy. It's big, it's vast, it's loving, and it's all okay. And the masculine energy is the container. She described it like a Roman pillar. She said before that the feminine energy is like the cereal and the milk, and the masculine energy is the bowl that holds it all. I think about any of us saying to our partners or the people that we love in our life, I can hold you, and within ourselves to allow that structure of, I have this big energetic feminine energy and I have this structured masculine energy and we can work on that within ourself of one being able to hold the other and both of them appreciating each other. So she says that when you and your partner need to talk to create a container, if that's a time and a place, she says maybe even a boundary, knowing that you only have 30 minutes or only have an hour, but that that person is all yours, it gives the person permission to go deeper and be in that energy. Men, Maddie says to let your brain relax and not try to fix anything about your partner. Let your body and your breath be your partner's guide in that moment. Regulate yourself. Face your partner. 
and touch them, physical touch, if they're open to it in that moment, and help contain them so that they know they're being held and loved. And finally, for men, she tells us to speak how we're feeling. Don't be afraid, even if it shifts from time to time, because that creates trust. Sound familiar? Keep sharing openly. Keep letting your masculine and your feminine energy grow and harmonize with each other. And I'll see you back here next week. Be well. Thanks for listening to A Brave New Man Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to A Brave New Man on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. And come follow us on Instagram at A Brave New Man Pod. That's A Brave New Man P-O-D for updates on the show and our daily words of wisdom. See you next time.